previously on Unprofessional. It yeah, it was. I, I tend to be incredibly dish. shy. Yeah, that's a. I have a hard time with conversation often in person, which I Are think you, is, seriously, really. Yeah, I do. How come? I do I do? I don't know. How about you? You weren't particularly chatty. I don't like you. And now the thrilling conclusion. But why? <laughs> See, fair enough. <laughs> great answer. Really great answer. So quick. Um, really? How, uh, so how come you don't... You're very... Talk- well, not very, but I mean, you're doing a podcast where you chat yep. with people you don't know. Trying to get better at these things, guy. Trying to okay. get Life better. Life design. Yeah. Okay. Life what, design. Is, is that like one of your... Uh, something that you consider a failing, personally? Um, maybe not a failing. It's just a th- something I try to work through. I guess it's definitely. It's. I don't want it to be something that holds me back. I guess is. You yeah, know? of course. Yeah, yeah. I consider it a failing. Not, yeah, not thank for you, you for, for, for me. For me, I consider it. A... <laughs> uh, how were you as a kid? Did you make friends easily, or were you like? Yeah, did it change a little awkward. bit when yeah. you became self more self aware of your social? <laughs> like she's Skynet. Yeah. No. Well. Okay. But no, I'm probably but, better now yeah. than I've ever been in my life. If really? that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, about yeah. that, or just in general? Um, about that specifically. And in general. Shyness. And in general, you're way better now than you were two years ago. I mean, hopefully, oh, we all yeah. we're always working toward improvement. I think not to get all serious and make no, serious I about you, fun I met you for five. Look, I met Jamie <laughs> for five minutes. Two years ago, let me tell you, listeners of Unprofessional, Jamie is night and day better than she was when I spoke to her a couple See? years ago. Way better, right? Way you better. Not like her at Way all. Better. It's working. She's it's working. leveled up like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you went bike riding? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm very curious. So I live kind of in this. I live in the city in Montreal. Uh, I don't have a bike. We do, however, have Bixies, which are known in New York as like city bikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, other cities too have them. I think London has something. It's all the same company. It's a Quebec company that we. Uh, yeah, Denver has it. Denver calls it B cycle. Yeah, yeah the, the blue bicycles and. Yeah, yeah they're these yeah. kind of like built up rough frames, right? Like that. Yeah, and you, yeah. It's, it's, it turns out it's a Quebec company that we uh, funded with taxpayer money. Oh, nice! That has, I think, according to her. Yeah. <laughs> well, according to a headline I saw, I think it's gone bankrupt by now, which is funny given that it's actually successful. But you know, startups. Uh, <laughs> and so the last time I went bank bank writing, <laughs> the last time I went bankrupt. I had to ride a bike. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the last time I went bike riding, but it, it's been a while. But if it was, it was on one of these Bixie bikes because it's literally right on the corner of my house. Dave, have you been to my house? No, no. Uh, nope, I've never. I've either. also never slept next to you. <laughs> but is that true? No, I guess that's true. I like that you had to think about it, though. Well, I mean conferences drinking these things are going to happen mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's not weird it's not weird <laughs> i didn't say it was weird i just said i like that you had to think about it it's not weird <laughs> it'd be weird dave 
<laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> only so, the uh, next, only the next day. I've done the the like um, city bike style. I haven't done that here, but I've done it in Denver. But yeah. like the last time I was really like bike riding in any significant way was when I was living in Amsterdam. Oh was, yeah, that was just how I got everywhere until yeah. my bike got stolen. You know, Amsterdam is uh, Latin for city of bikes. Oh, oh that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. What is what is uh, how long have you been in Mon- Montreal? Is that what you said? Yeah. So, how long have you been there? Uh, the city of dreams. Ooh. Um, I have no idea if that's what they call it. It's, that up. it's whatever they call where <laughs> I am. Um, city of guys' dreams. <laughs> I moved. That joke has like three layers to it. I love it. <laughs> I moved here when I was like seven or eight, kind of thing. All right. Uh, I grew up in Newcastle, England. Well, grew up. I, I had seven years when I was in living in Newcastle, England, and I moved here uh, after spending a bunch of time in Sweden between the two. Uh, this explains your thick uh, British slash Swedish accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not going to say that at all, but good observation. I have. It's pretty noticeable. I have, honestly, I have. A, you know, I've got a noticeable speech impediment, <laughs> for, for, lack, for lack of a better word. I, I in, do. In what way is it impeded? It's not impeded, but don't ask me to say R. Are, 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 you know, I, you I, don't speak pirate then. Like, like the letter? Yeah, yeah. Speaking oh, pirate is horrible. It's not going to work for me. Are you, yeah. are, you saying, are you saying the letter R or is that another exactly. word you're trying to say that just sounds like R? It doesn't matter. It's, like, okay. it's anything with that kind of sound is just not going to work for me. Uh, really? And that's not even necessarily a British thing. That's just a me thing based on, uh, I don't know. You know I mean... I'm the kind of guy that explodes a soda stream bottle next to his desk. <laughs> Sorry, on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, you know. Um, no, so I have a particular, it's not even accent at this point. It's a, uh, like a mode of speech. You do which, have a way of speaking. Yeah, I have a, yeah, I have a, I have a mode of speech or way of speaking that uh, is uncommon and ultimately probably flawed if you if you were to ask a, a speech therapist but uh, <laughs> well, I, think that's I don't care I, us, I get by enough so that, that's fine you know I, uh this the one one big thing i remember from the last time you were on the show was you were talking about the way you would you would put pauses in your speech and you were oh, self-conscious yeah, about that. Like that yeah no i think you've gotten way better at it well i, I do a lot more podcasts now yeah well, i think that's helped yeah. like sincerely i think that's like there's a, a, a big difference there and it's like at the time, it was oh well, no, not a big deal. I can edit around it. Like I didn't care. Oh, was it? Uh, but did now, you actually like, have I to edit that? To, I'm, I'm curious. Not much. Just like a little bit here and there, because I tighten things up. But that's yeah. about it. No, no, I really but do. No. Like I'll start a sentence and then think about it for a little bit before I finish it, and it's <laughs> it's it's awful. Um, but I do. It's 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 a sincere thing. It's rather like when a lot of people, and I do this, I do stutter, or I'll say, um, or I, or, like, I will buy time by making noise, but a lot of the time I will just buy time by just shutting my mouth. Man, I hope this gets cut, because I got awkward, and, like, people actually didn't take that seriously. Well, you know what? <laughs> it actually, 
social awkwardnesses. I mean, social awkwardnesses are things we all deal with, I think, right? I mean... So why were you socially awkward? I don't understand that. Well, how about you? I mean, you don't seem like you don't seem socially awkward at all. But I didn't. I would have never. Maybe after a five minute conversation, I shouldn't pick up on these pauses that you're talking about. But um, well, the pauses but, yeah. are the pauses are that it's not so much a social awkwardness thing as that um, I'm quite particular about what I say. Which is actually just being aware, yeah. Yeah, I I really do. And it's probably a little bit pathological, but I'd like to stand behind what I say. And as soon as I say it, well, then it's every word I pick puts me in a cage. You know, since you're talking about how deliberate you are with the words you choose, the things you say, suddenly all the mean stuff you were saying to me earlier really hurts. (laughs) Yeah, but I do that for fun. (laughs) And you really can't. Order steak. You're just the worst. And remember, don't forget <laughs> at least that. Dick, don't forget, Dave, Dave. No, you're kidding me. I'm crying. Don't forget, Dave, that he said early on that he only says mean things if he genuinely likes you, which means That's true. Right. he's just trying to be nice to me right now. This guy really likes me. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> see? I, I actually don't care for Jamie. Even a little bit. Yeah, see, yeah. I knew the truth. It's all right. <laughs> okay. I could see. Okay. I could see no, right through not, this microphone. We're not going anywhere. So, no. socially awkward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then there was silence. So, what? So, okay, so what makes you socially awkward? Or make, what makes you think that you were socially awkward? I think it's just shy. I mean, really, more than anything else, shyness. You know, um, it's it's hard to talk to people first. Okay, and what's your? I know this is uh, verboten, but you know, what do you do for a living? What do I what? What, what do, do I do, do for a living? living? Yeah, yeah, I know. I I speak at conferences and talk about things, and yeah, um, yep, I know, I know. It doesn't make sense. I get no, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. How Lots do you get over that? How do you get over that? You know what? It's a little bit easier because you're talking mm-hmm. about things that you know and are passionate about. So, like, pu- right. public speaking isn't a, a big deal. But trying to meet someone on a personal or, you know, sort of face-to-face level, I find it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a little challenging because what if I don't know what to say? Or um, I guess maybe it's a self-consciousness. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just find that it's a little uncomfortable and... It's easier if somebody will talk to me first, then I'm fine. But trying to be the first to strike a conversation is very difficult. Hmm. I don't know. I yeah. I commiserate with that because I almost never struck up a conversation with people. Yeah, like, I, I like literally never. Yeah, I've never st- struck up a conversation that. Uh, with a girl in order to go out with her i just don't really never that's never. surprise uh, about you specifically <clears throat> that surprises me why uh, just because you get that like suave air about you you got the accent that works got, in your favor <laughs> you get the <laughs> well, they, they, hey, you know you're, you're a handsome man you got a you got a certain confidence about you and well uh, ladies seem to like you well they talk to me first but i don't I, I just oh, I, I have see. a oh oh so this wasn't a, I'm too shy to talk to girls this was an arrogant oh the no, ladies no, no, come to no, me no it is it's a, it's an honest <laughs> it's it's I mean I'm not bemoaning my situation in life uh, but at the same time I'm commiserating in that like I don't 
striking up a conversation out of the blue is anathema to me. Like I have a very, very hard time doing it. I exactly. feel, I feel like I don't like myself when I'm doing it because I feel f- <laughs> fake. And I, uh, you know, not to go all uh, uh, JD Salinger, but I feel like <laughs> oh, a phony. I feel like a phony on like when I'm just randomly striking up a conversation that has sort of no substance, but has an ulterior motive, and I just nah, I can't. I, I See, dislike myself, which makes me unlikable to other people, or at least I perceive that to be. That's interesting. It is interesting. I don't. That part doesn't bother me. the The phony thing doesn't bother me because I know that socially, the way it works is you can just go up and start talking to people, and as long yeah, as you have to do you, the dance, you right? project yeah. a certain confidence, they're just going to go right along with you. In the same way that you can, when talking to a group of people, suddenly change the the, the topic dramatically. But if you do it in a certain way, nobody's going to stop to think, well, weren't we just talking about this other thing? You can shift gears. It's all about how you present it. Um, no, that's when, totally true. That reminds me of the time when uh, we were in San Francisco <laughs> and uh, the, the bartender called me up and he found your panties in the lost and found. <laughs> Mine? Was that? <laughs> yes. Yes, yours. All right. I mean, I wasn't sure who you were talking to. We both, everybody oh. knows that you wear panties, Dave. Come on. Made it weird. Made it weird. Yeah, so going up and talking to new people, especially girls. Opposite, opposite no, gender? No, the opposite sex. I don't whatever. know. Or, opposite attraction. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Well, for, for me, girls, uh, the hard part is the convincing myself to do it. Once I, once I go over and I start talking, I'm fine. That's what you think. What if it doesn't go well? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel fine. I, I think it's, see, and that's... Yeah. I think it's fine if the conversation moves, you know, if it, if it doesn't feel like, like somebody introduces you and you're like, hi, hi, and then that's it, right? Um, mm. So how is it going today? You know, I mean, it's just, right. it's, it's one of those things. Are the worst, no yeah. yeah. It, it's it doesn't just, mean you know, it matter about gender or anything. It, I, think, I think you notice it more when um, you're trying to meet somebody or you if there's a romantic attraction, uh, I think you do notice it more because the failure just really stings you. Well, how about this, though? Like, by contrast, the, the specifically not attraction conversation. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Ooh. maybe you just want to have a conversation with that guy over there or whatever, but it, you, you don't, you don't want to send the wrong signal, but you do want to have a good, a good conversation, a nice conversation, get to know people. So, I mean, I, I would find that awkward and uncomfortable. I can't tell you the well. amount of times that I've just tried to have a conversation with the guy and I've, you know, Cupped his crotch, and he's totally, <laughs> totally had taken the totally wrong message away from me. It's like, I'm sorry, you know, it looked yep. cold. I thought you were I cold. I was trying to, you know, warm you up a little bit. This is exactly how we met. That's not true. It was the hand on the thigh. It was the hand on the thigh. Yeah. Oh, really? Has that happened to you? What? No, not to me. Okay, no. good. Oh, because you know there there is a uh, you know not to get all like conference awkwardness thing here, but there <laughs> there is a when you go up, especially at like work ish related things, when you go up to talk to somebody of the opposite gender, there's there's a separate dance that has to happen. Like you want to project a certain level of I'm comfortable and okay talking to you, but also I am non threatening, and th- th- there's 
for for a guy to approach a girl at, in these situations or a man to approach a woman, what's the politically correct way of saying these things? Um, if if I were to, Jamie, meet you for the first time at a conference and I were to walk up and say hi, I have to be careful in how I do that because there's a bunch of stuff that comes along with that. Yeah, it's in- mm-hmm. interesting, though. But see, but for you to come up and talk to me, there is a, a, a different set of things that go along with that. But there's also a set of things that go along with that. See, and I think some of it is just perception, though, right? I mean, sure, you perceive that that you might need to be more careful. Careful, however, in my mind, I'm probably not thinking that you need to be careful. Like, you know, it, you just have a conversation, you see where it goes, and and that's that. But like, I don't know. Yeah, Jimmy, when we met in person, did I do that uh, kiss you on both cheeks thing? No, I don't believe you did. Okay. Next time. Next time. No, no, I've done that before. <laughs> I've done that to. Uh, uh, it's what we do in yeah. Quebec and Montreal. Like it's not a thing. It's not like. No, but it no, is no, no, no. And I wouldn't take that because I've yeah, but I've done it to people. One cheek is one thing, but when you do both, it's like well, what? Like I've had that. It felt like it's gone over the line. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything. It's just what I do. It's not a, it's not a thing. It's a cultural, um, not even necessarily my culture, but it's a Quebec francophone cultural right. thing. Well, you're foreign. You can get away with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've literally had to play that card being like, ah, I'm sorry. That's what we do. Exactly. No. Also, we grab a lot of ass. You know, it's fine. (laughs) Just go with it. (laughs) Me, my people, where I'm from, you know, men. My people use all of the ass. (laughs) (laughs) God, people are going to hate me after this. But anyway. You're going to be so hated. uh, It's very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. You look good. You're fine. Yeah, I think we're fine. I'll I'll, I'll cut it to make you look good. Okay, so why don't you ask me questions rather? Like, I want to stay on this. This this isn't an interview show. We've we've never done interviews. At no point will we ever do an interview. It's always a conversation. I want to stay on the subject of the the socially awkward thing because I think one this was the the one of the big subjects running threads of uh, the show we were doing before, mm-hmm. um, me and Jamie were doing before, and I think that it's it's a really interesting topic because at least for people like I I'm going to say me and Jamie just based on the conversations we've had in the past. I'm probably I'm going to assume that you're probably in this category sure. of yeah. people who. We're not born being social creatures the way that I think other people are born being social creatures. Well, sure. I think you're expecting too much of other people. I, I agree with you in terms of the assessment of myself and, and you and maybe Jimmy, if you've had those conversations. Uh, I, don't I see other think people that, interacting in a way that I don't know that I ever could. Yeah, but I, I see, think maybe I you're assuming to, you're, you're like, well, I could never do that. Well, no, I can. It's just that I have to force myself to do it, and I think for other people it comes naturally. Does it? I've though? had to train myself. Yeah, maybe. I, I I assume otherwise nobody would do it. Well, I, I do believe that that yeah. it is much more natural for some people. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like yeah. I you know I know a lot of those people, but you know, and 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 I think you know there's all that stuff, introvert, extrovert stuff, and sure. and yeah. I don't know. It, it 
It is interesting. I mean, some of us in our, our field of work, we find there are a lot of introverted folks and a lot of people who are like, yeah, it's everything I've got. You know, it's like everything I've got to go to a conference and I have to go back to my room and sort of recover. And I, I fall into that category. You know, it's just like I, I do love them. and I love meeting new people and I, I love talking to people and learning about people. But it is it's like all I can do energy wise. And then I do need to kind of go recover for you know it's like recharge your energy levels so you find Um, you find that endemic or at least important for your design work well you know i find that it's yeah talking to people about what they do and um you know design just for your listeners mm -hmm. uh a lot of research goes into that like because Mm -hmm. you can't just sit down and do something you need to actually understand what the problem is Right. And, and to do so, beings. you need to... I'm sorry? <laughs> and, and human beings. I right. mean, that's so much of the, yeah, know, the yeah. angle that I cover is the human and, side. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you find that part difficult or you find it... Um, it, it It's costly in terms of energy. Like, it, it, it tires yeah. you, maybe. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's challenging. And I think the challenging is really probably the right word. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's an important thing. It's also something I do enjoy. Like I do, I do genuinely enjoy human beings and learning about them and meeting them. Sure. Like it's it's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just something that, um, for whatever personality reason, I guess it, I do find it a challenge. So it's um, yeah, I don't know. To me, the analog is um, if you did you either of you guys watch Community? Yeah, of course. Not so yes, the yeah. the character Abed on the show, yeah. he's really into pop culture. He loves movies. He loves TV shows, and uh, as a person, he has a hard time connecting emotionally. He's not like he doesn't see the world that way. Sure. And it's interesting to me that you can have, and I've met many many people like this. So it's a, I assume a real thing, where you can you can empathize with characters as they're interacting with each other but in your own life on a personal level you it's harder to empathize and it's not that you're a sociopath it's just that you that that level of thing only makes sense to you abstracted and i think that i won't i won't even say us but for somebody like me i kind of i kind of identify with that where if not for teaching myself to to understand people or at least trying to teach myself to understand people on that level in real life i would only be able to to, to watch, you know, 16 Candles and cry for Molly Ringwald. <laughs> well, I have no idea well, why I picked that as an example. Uh, okay, Dick. Why, <laughs> why do you feel alienated? What, what is that? It, not even alienated. It's, it's that uh, there's, I guess, alienated. Well, Hang on, let me think about that for a second. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I mean, I don't necessarily know that I relate on that same level, Dave, and it's an interesting take. No, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I want to be clear. I would maybe, not go that so, far with it. I'm using. I'm using an extreme example right, there, but okay. there is a level of of social detachment. I can watch people. That's a better way of putting it rather than alienated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel just a little uh, bit detached. Where I can watch characters in a movie or a TV show, and I can feel what I'm supposed to be feeling, and feel what they're supposed to be feeling. But it's a little bit a little bit harder for me to walk into a room and be that level of comfortable with everybody around me. Cause there's, there's some part of my brain that's always dedicated to my experience. But you're a far more gregarious person than I am. Uh, that's all a show, sir. That's all. Yeah, a show. I know. But at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, you know, whatever. We're like an hour in at it's, this point, but thing, uh, you know, Dave and I have 
pals and we've known each other well, for years. So and yeah, that is a bit a of a show, right? So, so go ahead, Jamie. It, there's yeah, and it's not like I'm faking it, but it is a I have to I have to actively I have to actively try to make that work. Sure. It's not something that I can just that, that just happens. Yeah, yeah, I have to right. really work. I wasn't at trying it. to call you a phony uh, at the same time. No, you weren't. I was. Yeah. Well, but that's I'd, yeah. Go ahead, Jamie. That's it, though. Sort of right is like there's a, a naturalness to interacting with human beings, right? I mean, yeah. there should be, and there is or there isn't, and that's we maybe hope. the struggle a little bit. I think it gets easier with age. I, I agree, actually. Yeah. I, and, yeah. I don't know how old you guys are. I'm 39 right now, so no, I'm an old man. I'm 52. I mean, I'm not as old as fucking Craig Hockenberry. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Is that guy old? He's like eight foot wow. eight, and as old as the trees. He is just, just old. Just attacking the guy. I don't know. Where. <sighs> he's are you, are you calling him an ant? Oh, he's he's wiser than the ants, man. This guy. He's wise. He's, he was very wise, and he was a lot of fun to talk to. That's oh, this Craig Craig invented time itself. <laughs> time, that's how old he is. There's no uh, measuring. There's no measuring that guy. Huge, a giant. Huge. Um, I no, I do. I do think it gets easier at, with age. Maybe it's, I don't know, and I don't know if it's experience or if it's, um, I don't care as much. Like, I, like I, I'm happier with myself that I don't really care if you think that I'm being an asshole. Not you know, asshole, there but, you is. Know. I, I totally, yeah. I, I you, there is a lot of that, I, and I do relate to that. It's like yeah. you know, it, I'm gonna be who I am, right. and it works or it doesn't work, right? Right. And, and, it, and I'm not sure what that is. It's like um, it's like a sauce. I don't know which ingredient is making it <laughs> awesome. There's, but there's a bunch of stuff in there. There's experience. There's age. There's uh, an empathy that I've learned from interacting with everybody for years. I don't know what it is that makes it happen but ultimately i'm just more confident and comfortable uh in in, in public you know what I mean? or at no, least i've got a you know what i i i do remember i, I of course i remember meeting you but mm-hmm. i think i got off a plane and i showed up at the bar at perk 55 and there was like 20 people around when i met you jamie Interesting. Yep. Uh, and I was very much in the mode of like, it was a bit of a robot mode. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yeah, like I'm gonna say <laughs> hi to everybody. It's like, but I'm still like, I've been traveling for like 20 hours. Yeah, and I, just really I do know to, that mode. Yeah, yeah. You do your responsibilities and right. Like this is like yet not yet another, but this is. And believe me, as soon as I get to that. It, when I hit the hotel, I'm like, oh, God, I'm here. Finally. Done. But <laughs> seldomly, it is very seldom that I get to my room before I end up at the... This is going to sound bad. Rarely do I get to my room before I end up at the bar. That's should be a very At those events, somebody. I think that's actually yeah, fairly just, normal. Yeah, just because the way... I mean, everybody knows... Well, at least we know where the desk is. And the, you know, you, yeah, it's, it's you just, walk into right the building, like 20 people are already there. Yeah. yeah. And so in those kind of situations, it's a very different thing than, you know, even this situation. Uh, <laughs> no, well, I, I, you know, we're actually having a conversation now. And yeah. I don't think we would have had the same conversation under those sort of uh, conditions. Very possibly. Very possibly. 
and uh, it it also helps maybe that uh, you're not doing that pause thing anymore. <laughs> well, you know Sorry. what I have to say to that, Dave. What? Fuck <laughs> you. Hey, Jamie. Dave. I think that right now is a good time to stop, relax for a minute, and talk about this episode sponsor. I thought you were going to say stop, drop, and roll for a minute. No, no, no. We're not on fire. But you know who is on fire? Audible.com with nice. their amazing audiobook selection. I love Audible. I want to thank Audible for its support of Unprofessional. Audible, if you don't know, is the leading provider of downloadable audiobooks, and they have a very special offer exclusively for listeners coming up. What's the deal? What's the offer? So here's the thing. Audible offers 150,000 books covering virtually any genre. If you want to listen to a book, Audible has it. You can listen to audiobooks anytime, anywhere, including on your iPhone, your iPad, your Mac, your PC, your Kindle, etc., etc., etc. But here's the best part. Audible is offering unprofessional listeners a free audiobook along with a 30-day free trial. Whoa. If you go to audiblepodcast.com slash unprofessional, you can take advantage of this special offer. By doing so, you not only get the chance to check out a great service, you support our show as well. Which we like. So my recommendation, because they like for us to give us a recommendation. I've talked about it recently on the show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there again. And I did. I checked to make sure they, they, they have it. The Great Gatsby. Oh, nice. Very nice. If you've never read The Great Gatsby, people listening out there. I'm talking to you, Marco. You can get the audiobook version of The Great Gatsby for free. That is super awesome. Do for you, free. It's, how, how do you beat free? You don't beat free. You don't beat free. So it pays. <laughs> it pays to be an unprofessional listener right now because you're going to get a free audiobook. Jamie, what audiobook would you recommend to unprofessional listeners? Well, you know, I'm a big fan of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Love oh. the book. It's on there. Um, you can find it on Audible because they have such a great selection. Even if you're not into that, you can find something else. But that would be my recommendation. Even if you've read it before, um, you know, it's always great to go back and, and listen to stories that, you've, that you know. Um, I'm a big fan of doing that. So, yeah, that would be my recommendation. Well, there we go. Audible.com. Once again, get your free audiobook and kick off your free trial at audiblepodcast.com slash unprofessional. And if you don't already, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash unprofesh. You know what? We, we so rarely give out our own usernames. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at dwiskus on Twitter. I'm at Jamie Jamie, but it's got an unusual spelling. You, you just probably, have to get it right once. <laughs> well, people keep sending me messages or, or emailing us, and they, they say Jamie's great, but they spell Jamie J-A-M-I-E. Yeah, you know, I get it. I get that a lot. That's been the most of my life has been it's, it's spelled wrong. So just for, for the record, I guess, it's J-A-I-M-E-E -E, twice. <laughs> so my name is Jamie, but my username is at Jamie Jamie. And you just have to get the spelling right. That's that's the only trick to it. And then you do it twice. Um, so, yeah, J-A-I-M-E-E. -E, and that is me. The biggest downside to your username is I always get that Weezer song stuck in my head. Which one? Jamie. Oh, I don't know that one. But it's with the original spelling. Ah, uh, yep. Original versus... At the original. Extra the other crispy. Spelling. I don't know. The the the... What you would assume the spelling would be. Yeah, exactly. How most people spell it. I usually get either it's J-A-M-I-E or J-A-I-M-E with one 
which I believe, if it's J-I-M-E with one E, it's actually Jaime. I, I could be wrong on that. but Probably right. I, I've heard that before. People always tell me that I have a boy's name. And, um, but yeah, you have the extra I E. I have the extra E. That girlifies it immediately. Right. So those people can <laughs> suck it. That's it. Anyway. I knew what uh, she was doing. Audiblepodcast.com slash unprofessional. That's, that's what we were talking about. We should get back to the show with a very special guest. Oh my gosh. A guest. It's like uh, Inception. It's right. show Inception. We've got a guest on top of our, well, not literally on top of the previous <laughs> guest. Anyway, you it's, don't know. Anyway, it's Marco. <laughs> nice. Marco, welcome back. Marco. <laughs> Oh my god! What a oh my god! This is the best guest appearance ever. Is this a cameo? Does it does it qualify? This is a cameo. Do you know what's funny? I was just complaining about hearing your voice (laughs) nonstop all week. Why would that possibly be bad, guy? Here, I'll I'll just invade right here. Like I just I feel like (laughs) Tiff at this point. Uh, She's here. You want her to say hi too? Hi Tiff. Hi, Tiff. I've never met Tiff, but hello. Whenever I go to Canada, she's like, who Who the hell are you talking to? Tiff, you got to come next time. Yeah, well, you know, bringing, uh, bringing the whole family is, is a thing. Well, if you can do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about being socially awkward. No, no, yeah, you want to take oh, it with the show or what? Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very good at, at being socially awkward. If you need any help with that, I'm, I'm happy to add to this. Just You're invite on. him to the beach. Yeah. I love you were Jamie, you were such a traitor. You were so. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you were totally with me I, when I was I, on and saying absolutely. how I hated everything about the ocean. And then I hear earlier this evening, mm-hmm. I'm driving in my car listening to your episode with Chockenberry, and he's talking about how it's great to you know do all because he basically lives in the ocean. And you're like, oh, that's great. I love all that stuff. And you were, come on, no, what's your, what's your... no, no, no. I said I would. I wouldn't mind trying scuba diving. I'm actually terrified of the water. But, um, you know, the scuba diving takes place in the water. <laughs> that's, that's, yep. Yep. But no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the beach. Like I like going to look at it, but I don't spend time there. If that makes any sort of sense. I was actually at a beach today for a moment with shoes and a hat and, you know, all the things that are required. So wait, I've, I've liked you better than, you know, Dick Whiskers. Uh, have Until you been now? Yeah, have you been lying to my friend Marco? No, I don't think so. Not that I know of. So what what did you have in mind for your scuba adventure? Is, is it? Would I don't you think like, I'm really going to do it. That's what I you think. you basically like jump out of a plane into the water? Because that yes. way you, you can avoid the beach. Yes. But only be in it for be... about three or four minutes because you don't want to be there very long. i got to say the plane jumping was... Helicopter yeah. out. <laughs> I need the, the helicopter out. Yes. That yeah, because yeah, obviously you can't swim back to the beach, sand. Get out. I don't like the. I, I'm not crazy about the sand. I'm not crazy about the sand. Gets everywhere. It does. Oh God! I feel like I'm so this. sorry <laughs> if you feel like I've lied to you. That makes me very sad. Very that, sad. That's the best apology. Well, not I'm so sorry as... that you feel that way. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you so feel sorry. like it's something wrong. Uh, oh, Marco's right. <laughs> Mar- Marco's writing like a you know San Francisco startup. I'm sorry that we lost all your passwords. Email. Yeah, that, that, that's the California <laughs> apology right there. <laughs> We're sorry that you're upset about us losing yes. your password. Oops. So, Marco, do you Thank have you your Mac Pro yet? Support while we delete all of your data because we got a, we got aqua, aqua hired. We're so happy. <laughs> we're we're thrilled. We're we are so proud of everything we've done that we're deleting it. 
Aquahire. That's when you get hired on the beach, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, for yeah. not a lot of money. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Really I good. actually want to be Aquahired. Like you're just hired to go in the water. Or you're hired to talk to fish. Man, if I could get paid to listen to fish, I'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Dave, insert what? 48 minutes of fish song right now. <laughs> oh, with a P-A. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Honestly, did not I get didn't that either, until you said song. I because we were just talking about the ocean and scuba diving. Oh, right? my God. If I you was... ever try to listen to uh, Accidental Tech Podcast live, <laughs> you you can't miss fish. Yeah, this it, is how I troll the world. So when we start our show... <laughs> you don't even like fish. No, I love fish. Oh, no, he I loves it. I just don't like the eating kind, but I, lo- I like the music kind. So uh, back on back during Build and Analyze days when I was doing that with Dan, we had this live stream, and it was great, but I... Like, as a completionist podcast listener, I was like, well, I wouldn't want to listen to a show live that I missed the first five or ten minutes of. Because, like, I'll, I'll just wait till it comes out and hear the whole thing. And so I told Dan back, back in the day, we, let's have opening music. Like, like an opening band. We'll have, like, opening music to play for, like, 15 minutes before the show goes live. So that way we can tweet saying we're live or we'll be live at this time. But you can then log in, connect to the live stream, and be there when it actually starts as opposed to missing the first 10 or 15 minutes of the show. And Dan never never did it. And so what, I had my own show. I'm like, all right, now I'm finally going to do my opening music thing. <laughs> so the problem is uh, it's pretty hard to find a lot of music that you can play uh, without risking some licensing issues. I was going to uh, ask you about that because you were that. playing shit that really should have been licensed the other day. Yeah, well, yeah, I played like I played like half of an MC Hammer song. I figured that right. that would probably not get me in too much trouble. But you know, well, this is why you should have your own theme music. We mm-hmm. well, we did right. <laughs> they did. Uh, at, well, but well, fish I mean, is no, also I mean, like, fish like is a whole extremely of... lenient with yeah, yeah that, fish that is the band to do it with, right? Like yeah. they they would probably never ever care, and if they ever did find some way to care. I'm sure the answer would oh, just be to stop doing so it rather than like up on pot. It wouldn't even right. matter. So, yeah. Right. They, they wouldn't like try to sue us for billions of dollars um, like any other major label would. So it kind of solves the problem. So <laughs> not only, and also like I, I have such a massive library of fish music uh, and it's constantly getting added to whenever they play more concerts that uh, is music the right word. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, so it really works perfectly. And so it's my master troll to the world of, you know, I will start the live stream about a half hour ahead of time, and I'll tell people the show will start in 30 minutes here. And as soon as I tweet that, people start connecting to it. And usually within about five minutes, there's like 40 or 50 people listening. Um, usually by the time we start, there's about, you know, 220, 230. And the, the peak that we usually get is like 280 for the whole show. So most of the people are connecting before the show starts. Most of them are going to hear at least a few minutes worth of fish. And then no one misses the beginning. It, it, it works out great for everybody, including me, and because I'm trolling everybody. It is good. And i got to say, I am one of those early adopters. The only time I ever hear fish is when Marco throws it at me over the internet. <laughs> right. I hit you with it. The, yeah. <laughs> slaps you What's interesting, though, is trap. that you know, a lot of people um, say they hate fish, but have never actually really heard it or given it a chance. Right. 
every time oh no see i i once really wanted to date a girl who was into fish and so i pretended to like fish for a little while <laughs> well like every time every 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 episode of my show where we started out i'll get like two that or three. is totally a psychosis that is all your own that's your problem <laughs> that is sorry no, Mark, come on Mark, everybody's everybody has pretended to like something for somebody they like uh, you know we, we i don't know if that's off, true we got a guess. You've, <laughs> we have a guess. You've never pretended to like a band that you're husband not even or a wife little bit. No, or, nope. no, not no? even no. no. I did a lot of stupid shit for girls in high school, but I'd never pretended to like music Do I you didn't know like. What? I, I swear to God, That's over the line. I'm glad you brought this up. For a while, and probably still today, I have an ethos, which is like, would I do this for a hot girl? And if the answer is yes, then I will probably try to do that for anybody. Android for six months? I, I would not do that for one girl. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a BlackBerry 10. I, I do have a BB10. I can think of a bunch of stuff that you would do for a hot girl that you wouldn't do for me. Windows for two weeks as your main yeah. computer. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, if a girl demanded that of me, it would be ass. It's more like... <laughs> No, this is going to trick you into making out with me. But I go up the street me. and buy you something, and then like, oh, you need a water? Okay, I'll go out of my way to get you a water at time. You know, I don't know. Would you drink one of those uh, lime marita things? Those like canned margaritas that we have now? I think like Budweiser or one of the big companies. You mean, what do you mean, we white man? I'm in Canada. We have like real drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours yours are like you know ninety percent the size. What? <laughs> Oh. Uh, yes. You don't want it for you. For you, I would do anything. Well, I, I would never actually do that. I, I would. Right. Well, That's why I love you. <laughs> so, so for me, you listen to you listen to thirty minutes of fish every Wednesday yeah. night, exactly. and you still claim you don't like fish, but you listen to it every every Wednesday. So you know what. It's going to. Well, that's that's no, authority. Honestly, he listened to it that much and still doesn't like it. That's what happened. I never, I never disliked them. I just had no opinion. I find them a little uh, – I don't know why anybody can hate them. Yeah. Well, because they don't take themselves that seriously. Like it's No, it's not. They're up there. It's not, it's not opinionated enough, and, and forgive right. me. Fish is not annoying. up on stage like yeah. with like this arrogant attitude of we're so cool. Not at all. It's the complete no. opposite. They're like, we're goofing around, and we're having fun, and you guys are enjoying it too. Like that's, that's it. the sense I get. Yeah. And I don't I also don't get the sense that they show up and they're like, hey, we're incredible artists. I get the sense that they're just having fun. Yeah, and, which, and they are I really good musicians. They're not particularly good singers and they don't really pretend to be. Right. Um yeah. but they're really good musicians. And like I think what what shows the the respect they have for the fans, they start on time. Every one of their concerts, they start on time. Really? Because Usually they want to play for so long that they start hitting the limits of when the venue has to kick them out. So for like noise regulations and stuff, like they can't play past a certain time. They want to cram as much as much music as they can into each night. So they always start on time. There's never an opening band. They start exactly when they say they're going to start. That's that's awesome. They always they they're playing all the time and they like to go long. <laughs> well, I'm I'm starting to see why you like them. No, no, for for a stoner band that is word quote unquote air quotes your favorite uh stoner band that is remarkable i didn't know that it's impressive well, the band members it's themselves are not usually on much uh sure. in the old days they were but in in recent years they uh, they cleaned up and, and so now well, they're, they're, they're pretty like much 88 sober. now right 
<laughs> I think they're all in their like late forties, early fifties, maybe. But anyway, um, yes. They're, they're, but yeah, like the fans, of course, are not sober at all. But right. but the band is the band is on it. Hmm. See, you're, I'm converting all of you. I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually tattooing myself right now. Yeah, with the fish logo. You know, like my my local band or my local band, my local bar. Uh, the owner is really into fish, and so whenever there's a, a live streamed fish show he sets up the projector and will stream. He'll, he'll play the live streaming fish show in the bar. And that's what you have to hear. And I was in there one night and it was when fish was playing here. So the owner was gone. He was at the show and uh, I'm sitting next to these hardcore fish fan people. What do you, what do you call them? Fish heads. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fish, I don't go to the fish, show. Fish, <laughs> fish somethings. Probably something like I, that. Look, I don't like most of the fans either. It's, it's not like, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to complain about your, your judgment on that. Well, the, 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 no, I'm not even judging the fan. It was, I just kind of casually mentioned, like, I don't understand the appeal of fish. And the guy tries to explain it to me, and his opening line was, well, fish is like baseball. I'm like, dude, you could not have lost me any faster if you tried. <laughs> there, there's nothing you could have said that would have turned me off to fish more than, than, than what you just did. Uh, you guys, I have to interject here because I have to take off. Um, I hate to leave on this note, but I do. We just started the show, I Jamie. know. I love how I just took over your show. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think you guy know what, just Marco, took over. let's let's actually take over the show. Jamie, everything good <laughs> is leaving with you. Uh, you guys, you know what? I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. It was great getting to talk to you. And Marco, I'm sorry. Someday I'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll trader. meet in person. An ocean trader. I'm still with you on the sand and the sunscreen. I really am. All of that stuff. It's not enjoyable. You want to go scuba diving? No, I wouldn't mind trying it. I don't know. (laughs) I know. Here we go. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, It just doesn't. Uh, It's not something that it's like high on my list of to-dos for sure. But I'm fascinated by it. But, you know, eh. Hey, a lot. show business, you know? Show (laughs) business. You say things you don't mean all the time. No. No. Anyway, I do have to go. If I could hug you all right now, I would. Jamie. Jamie, we love you. Yeah. Love <laughs> have you. a great night, guys. Kiss on two cheeks. Awkwardly so. Uh-huh. <laughs> Awkward public kisses. Yeah. All right. See, See you soon. guys. Bye. Bye, Jamie. Wait, when did Marco get here? And now, the conclusion. And now, the thrilling conclusion of this episode of Unprofessional. And now, the thrilling conclusion of Guy English on Unprofessional. And now, the thrilling conclusion of the Guy English episode of Unprofessional. And now, the thrilling conclusion of Unprofessional. I'm Jamie Newberry.